Welcome to another episode of the Bitcoin Source. Super excited to have one of my guests on today, Nolene Sumba. Can we start off by having you introduce yourself to the audience? Um, hey, thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Nolene Sumba. As you mentioned, I come from Kenya and um, I consider myself more or less a Bitcoin advocate. I'm very passionate about Bitcoin and um, yes, I work with several projects in Bitcoin um, to enhance Bitcoin adoption in uh, Africa. Yes, yes. Thank you for that introduction, Nolene. And Nolene, you know, you've been doing so many different things in the space. I've been watching you very closely, um, whether it was the Africa Bitcoin conference or working with the Bitcoin layer, you've just been doing so many different great things in the space. But what I want to know is like, how did you get started in Bitcoin from your earliest humble beginning? So whether it was books, courses, or even people in this ecosystem that kind of got you started down your Bitcoin journey. Okay, um, initially I met a person who understood Bitcoin and uh, they basically introduced me into it. And uh, after a while, I can say that Bitcoin Twitter has been instrumental. Um, through Twitter, I actually got to meet a lot of people who um, assisted me in uh, growing. Um, they referred me to books, they referred me to content that I learned. So um, I will give more credit uh, to Trisha. It's where I got to interact with lots of Bitcoiners, especially in Africa. I got to meet lots of great Bitcoiners through through that platform. Nice, nice. And, you know, Kenya is a unique place. And especially when it when you're looking at women or people of color getting into Bitcoin, it's always, you know, very unique and different to hear different people's perspectives and stories. And, you know, I've, I've interviewed some people from Kenya and everybody's story is always different. And one thing that's great about Kenya is, is that they're very open to cryptocurrency, Bitcoin and these just digital assets. In 2021, Chain Analysis, you know, they ranked Kenyans as the world's top peer-to-peer -to -peer crypto traders. So what does Bitcoin mean for people in Kenya, such as yourself? Yeah, um, I'm glad you've mentioned uh, its importance to Kenya. And uh, one thing, uh, we are undergoing uh, inflation um, in the fastest like uh, rate ever. And um, I think one thing that makes it really um, attractive to Kenyans is um, the younger population especially um, I can say would be the first to have gotten into it uh, people looking for avenues in which they could um, earn from from abroad and um, one of the ways in which uh, they can facilitate this easily um, cryptocurrency and um, other cryptocurrencies USDT was uh, one of the main ones and uh, yeah besides that I've mentioned inflation um, we are under the mercy of the IMF unfortunately and World Bank and uh, just like other countries there's a lot of money being pumped into the system our currency is devaluing at a very fast rate and uh, people always go for the harder money and in this case it's the USD and uh, USD, USD is not easily available. And um, so the next available, most available was uh, cryptocurrency um, and eventually, uh, yeah, Bitcoin. Yes, nice. And I know that there's a lot of other different cryptocurrencies floating around Kenya. And it's probably really difficult to actually meet Bitcoiners in Kenya because there's all these other different uh, cryptos that people are adopting and trying to get a quick buck from or trade with. And it's just beautiful to see people such as yourself um, kind of still pushing the Bitcoin narrative and the, the and benefits help. of this digital asset. Thank you. 
and so Nolene, you know, women in this space are definitely rare and unique and yourself and Marcel of Bitcoin data are really making an impact in the country. I've been watching, um, what paths are you creating to help more women in Kenya learn about Bitcoin? Okay. Um, so on my end, um, I can say, um, I've, I've interacted with Marcel, she's a very good friend of mine. So Bitcoin Dada has to be the major one um, that is incorporating education of um, women and um, in Bitcoin. Um, she's done an amazing job with that. Um, I think the uptick has really been growing and uh, Bitcoin Dada, we hope to expand. <laughs> she hopes to expand hopefully to the rest of Africa. And um, besides that, um, on my end, I usually just do education. Um, I I do a couple of physical educations, not so much, but I prefer using maybe Twitter. And currently, now that I'm on YouTube, um, it's really difficult to get time for meetups because um, I have also other engagements that I need to cater to. Um, but uh, otherwise, I do provide... Um, content um, in Swahili. I am a translator. Uh, so through Exonumia, uh, we are carrying out translations that we people can have free translated literature, uh, Bitcoin literature. And um, that way, um, we can be able to reach um, mostly people from the grassroots. Yeah. You know, 770 million people across the world don't have access to electricity. And I meant I remember you mentioning gridless and some of the you know innovations that Kenyans are doing as far as um, renewable energy. But what is your take on the Bitcoin mining industry in Kenya and the way that it's changing? You know how people actually get electricity in the country. Um, so electricity is not just a problem in Kenya; it's um, the whole of Africa. And uh, so when it comes to the Bitcoin mining industry, I got to know about gridless. Uh, more or less around the time of the conference, just before we attended the uh, Africa Bitcoin conference in Ghana, and um, I was I was amazed by what they do because uh, <laughs> I was actually very happy <laughs> to see the list. Um, we experience um, power outages a lot, um, despite the fact that we are very rich in renewable energy, and. Um, Gridless is coming out. Uh, besides experiencing the shortages, um, electricity can be quite expensive, um, especially for the rural areas in Kenya. Um, this is because of the distribution, um, the distribution network. So even though um, the hydros have been set up, they can be quite far from um, the main, the rural areas, and uh, the cost to set it up. Uh, most the company, the electricity company, would. Uh, would rather forego than distribute it to that to these places. So with Bitcoin mining and solutions like gridless, uh, you have the mini grids close to where they're needed. They can be set up anywhere, and uh, with this, uh, people in rural areas can be able to access uh, affordable electricity. And um, I'm excited about what gridless is doing. In fact, um, at the forefront, really rooting for them because um, I think we might have actually found a solution that could be beneficial to a lot of areas in Africa that uh, experience uh, power outages. So um, can't wait to see how that goes too. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to see what Gridless is going to do. I think that, of course, you know, Eastern Africa, they have their own issues as far as power and generators and stuff like that. But like you said, those microgrids and actually utilizing the Bitcoin mining facilities to get just the uh, electricity to 
um, these places where they can use Bitcoin as a decentralization process where the, the grid actually pays for itself through Bitcoin mining. So, of course, we, we know in Africa, um, there's tons of opportunities to do renewable energy, whether it's solar, hydro or wind, but they lack the funding. And Bitcoin mining comes in to create a solution for that by obviously doing proof of work and gaining some Bitcoin. So it allows the grid to pay for itself. So, yes, Norlene, I, I really appreciate you um, kind of explaining the electricity issues in Kenya on the ground first person. And my last question for you, Nolene, is, you know, and I want to congratulate you. So I see that you recently have become a correspondent for the Bitcoin layer. Yes, and... I have. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. And, you know, how do you feel your role there will help more people hear about the stories and the thought leaders, you know, talking about Bitcoin in Kenya? Okay, so um, I I remember when I initially got into the, the Bitcoin space, um, of course, YouTube um, is very instrumental. And when you go to YouTube, uh, you find the Michael Saylors, of course, uh, Nick Patia, and um, yeah, uh, Peter McCormack. And um, I was really looking for Africa Bitcoin content. Um, the most you can get is maybe documentaries. And uh, very few, of course, with you Bitcoin source, uh, but... Uh, stories that are African focused uh, were very few and um, I'm glad when Nick Bacha reached out and he was like uh, let's we should do more stories from Africa I grabbed the opportunity and I am looking forward to more content creators coming into the scene because uh, I believe there's a lot of potential um, there's lots of stories to be told um, I think everybody has a unique Bitcoin journey that they go through and um, these stories are important. Um, we are documenting Bitcoin history here and uh, whoever can come to the forefront and do that for humanity, I think would be fantastic. So um, I would love to actually see more. Um, I like what I'm doing. I would really love to see more people doing it. So um, thank you also <laughs> for being part of uh this journey we're undertaking. Yes, you're welcome. And, you know, it's it's my job as a podcaster um, to really grab the sources of knowledge from people all over the world, just not in America or Canada or Europe. And of course, I have a soft spot for Africans because that's where my heritage comes from. So anytime that I hear people from the continent talking about Bitcoin, I always make sure that I, I, I give them a space and an opportunity to actually um, talk about their journey, talk about their story. So, um, Nolene, this conversation has been incredible. I learned so much about your journey and I'm excited to see what you're going to continue to do in the future. Before we go, can you give people your social media handles and any future last words that you want to give the audience? Okay, uh, so my social media handle is at Nolene Sumba. I'm mostly on Twitter. You can reach out to me there anytime. Um, but uh, besides that, I would encourage uh, more people to actually come into the bitcoin space i keep on saying the work is a lot um, but the workers are very few and there's lots of opportunity i myself am not a technical person in fact when i was getting into it i was concerned because i noticed there's just developers mm, but um, you always find something that you can you love doing uh, within bitcoin and um, even not just um, any service you can give but uh, if you're a merchant, uh, start selling your goods and services in Bitcoin. And uh, I think with that, we can be able to achieve hyper-Bitcoinization um, 
faster. Uh, but so far, so good. I love the Bitcoin community. It's very supportive. I have uh, never experienced such wonderful working conditions ever. Um, I even don't consider it as work. Um, so yes, uh, we'll just like to encourage more people to join the Bitcoin space. Um, in however much they can contribute. Yes, thank you. Once again, Nolene, I appreciate this conversation on the Bitcoin source. Have a good one.